Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to this week number 15 edition of Pickin' Pigskin Winners here on Aaron Torres Media. You might want to call it the COVID edition. It seems like every time I turn around, every time I go to check the news, every time I go and look at the headlines, somebody else has got COVID. Another team is in the COVID protocol. I don't know what we're going to do this week. I've been communicating with the person that I've been bringing on the you know this show this week, who I'm going to be bringing on, and we were debating whether or not to even do a show. And I said, look, man, one of the mottos here on Pick and Pick Skin Winners is that we ain't scared. And so we're going to go ahead and talk about these games, even though we may really not want to pick the game at all because of so much injury news, so much COVID news and everything like that. But let me bring on somebody. I've, I've kind of kept up with these guys. You never know who's watching you on Twitter, right? And, and I've been watching these people over at Odds Honest Truth. And I try to be bring different guests on here on the Pick and Pick Skin Winter Podcast that'll help educate us on how to pick games better. I, w- I like to pick their brain on how they pick those games. I like to hear how they think. And this guy, Rich, he's part of that that podcast over there, the whole live video feed at, Od- at Odds Honest Truth on Twitter. And his Twitter handle is at Coda522. Welcome in, Rich, to the program. Hello, Rich. Hey, what's going on? Nothing. Did you know I was watching you on Twitter? Did you see how I retweeted some of your stuff sometimes? I did. I know. I We do keep track of that. We like to see who's oh. actually watching videos and everything else. So I saw your handle a couple times. So so you were watching me watch you? That That's what it is. It's kind of like a two-way thing here. So. Uh-oh. Twitter's I know, always, I, always watching. I don't, I don't like that. I don't know why. I don't like. I thought I was <laughs> sneaky, and all of a sudden, you, you've turned the tables on me, Rich. I, hey, I appreciate you coming in here on such a hectic week. And I, I you know, as I was talking about earlier, we, we even do- talked about not doing this show at all. Have you ever ran into anything like this as you're picking against these spreads, against the games here, against DraftKings Sportsbook? Have you ever ran against this? I mean, not since we had to deal with Tuesday COVID games. I mean, this is kind of the first week where uh, betting is betting is very uh, – you have to do it kind of the day of. If you're trying to do it a couple of days before, everything's going to change, um, which, I mean, it could work in your favor if you want to lock it in now and then, you know, change it in the future. But these spreads are going all over the place. Yeah, it is. And it's one of those things you do have to keep an eye on. And that's what we want to encourage you to do is look at these spreads. And and always, we always want to encourage you to gamble wisely and smartly. If you or someone you love think they have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER to get some help with that. Our partners, Rich, over at DraftKings Sportsbook do a wonderful job at not only offering deals to our listeners with Aaron Torres Media, but also with giving help, giving advice and those kind of things. But let me just tell you, right now we have for new users where you can bet $1, just $1 on any any game. And if your team scores one point, you get $100 in free bets. Yes, that's, that's right, Rich. $1, one game, $100 in free bets to use over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. All you got to do is click the sh- click the link in the show description, sign up for a new account with DraftKings Sportsbook, and make your first deposit. Make $1 bet on any team. And if your team scores one point, you get an automatic $100. Thanks to our my friend, Aaron Torres, and also our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. So that's the deal we got, Rich, for anybody who's listening out there. Feel free to use that. I'll put that uh, link in the show description below. And make sure you check out AaronTorresOnline.com 
for all those new articles that are getting put up there every single day. And don't forget about subscribing to our partner DFS Flash podcast over there with J.B. Barry. If you haven't checked that out yet, J.B. Barry has been tearing it up on the DFS Flash podcast. We're talking about DraftKings uh, lineups each and every week on Sundays on the main slate. So that's always a good thing. Check that one out. Subscribe to it. Make sure you subscribe over to the Bosses podcast as well. Aaron Torres, make sure you subscribe to his podcast. Rich, where are you guys located on Twitter where people can find you or what's your podcast name? All those things. So we kept it simple. The The podcast name is at Odds Honest Truth, and uh, we are Odds Honest Truth. So, I mean, we kind of keep it uh, uniform there. It's on, you know, anywhere you can get uh, podcasts. We also drop it on YouTube every single week, and we are through in the money media. Uh, they are, you know, some of the heaviest hitters in the sports uh, racing game. And they said, you know what, we want to expand our sports, you know, umbrella, and we are actually their their first football show. So they're really well known in the horse community, and we're just trying to make them known in every sports community. So check out In the Money Media, too, and we're, again, on uh, Twitter at Odds Honest Truth. Well, great to have you as a friend here over at Pick and Pick Skin Winners. I've, I've been watching you guys just like I talked about earlier, and you've been doing a wonderful job. Let's get into this Thursday game. I usually don't like to pick the Thursday games. Until Friday. It always gives me like a 100% success rate, but we're going to go ahead and do it on Thursday night tonight. And this is a this is a good old slobber knocker. This is a good old battle right here. Kansas City versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Kansas City was favored by six and a half to start the week, but now that's buying has dropped down to three, thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, and the, char- the game total will start out at 52, and that's gone up to 54. You know what I think, Rich? I think Kansas City needs to really run the ball in this game. Uh, but here's the thing. The Chargers are really good versus the pass, and that's why I think the Kansas City Chiefs need to run the ball all the time. But I don't think that they will be able to do that because they're going to be they're going to be sucked into the pass game. The Chargers like to pass the ball. The, the, the Chiefs don't like to defend against the pass very well. And, and when I look at this, I think that the Chiefs are going to go back to their old ways and get sucked in there. I'm just going to start it off. I'm going to say I'm going to take the Chargers at home plus the three points. I think this is money in the bank, buddy. What do you think? I mean, I agree with you. Uh, I really think, you know, the Chargers, this is going to be a heck of a game. You know, this is this is battling for the division lead here. Um, Chargers won the first game. You know, I think, you know, you look at the injuries and everything else. I mean, they definitely have key injuries on both sides. Austin Eckler is coming off of an injury. We don't know if he's going to be at 100 percent. Um, you know, also the Chargers have a really bad run defense, so you're going to have to look at Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to have a good game, even Darrell uh, Williams to have somewhat of a good game. I think mm-hmm. this is going to be a high-scoring game, uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, they're both red-hot teams, and I just think the home team is going to have that extra oomph. Um, and if the Chargers don't win this game, I really think they, they cover the three. I think this is going to be a very, very close game. Yeah, I could see that. A lot of the Chiefs games have been going under lately, which confused me because I really like that over too. I don't think fifty-four is that big of a uh, you know a, that big of a point spread or anything or that big of a to- game total. But man, that that Chiefs the, they just keep going under each and every week. All right, hey Rich, I didn't ask you this before the podcast. I, I got to ask you a little question here. H- how much time do you have? I got as much time as you need. I mean, the game doesn't start for uh, on our time another an hour and ten minutes. So I'm uh, I'm good to go as long as you need me. Okay, good, because I'm going to read to you the Cleveland Browns injury report, which may t- we may be here a little while for that yeah, one. Uh, that might be tomorrow. <laughs> hey, we do have a big game, though, with the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Cleveland Browns. This game total started out at 50 points. Now it's dropped down 
to 37. 37. That is 13 points, Rich. 13 points. Cleveland was favored by six and a half points, but due to all the injuries, due to the COVID concerns, they are now the underdogs. They, they uh, Las Vegas Raiders are now three and a half point favorites in this game. I, I've never seen a flip like this. I've never seen a point total drop like this. Rich, I need you to walk me through here real quick while I kind of scratch my head and try to figure out what's going on. Yeah, this game is, you know, you're lucky if you uh, if you locked in the Raiders earlier in the week, um, just like when the first couple COVID cases came out, I, I said on our show, you know, you got to lock it in as soon as possible. Even a couple hours ago, the spread was only at minus one. Oh. Um, you know, you're looking at this now, it's going up by the hour. So, you know, Baker Mayfield's out, Case Keenum is out, you know, Hunt is not playing in this game. Uh, so it's going to it's going to be Nick Chubb and. I guess the Ernest Johnson kind of versus the world if you're if you're looking at, you know, from the Browns perspective. And then the Raiders, I mean, Waller is out. You know, take you take Darren Waller out of that, you know, that lineup, that's like losing five people to COVID. You know, he's their entire team outside of Renfro and Jacobs. Um, you know, the Raiders started off really red hot and then they kind of just fell down to the earth. Um this game probably is going to be on the boring side of things, but you know, yeah. I'll take the Raiders minus three and a half for this one for sure. Cause you know, you don't know how many players are going to get added to this list come Sunday. You know, it's just, it, mm-hmm. it's going to, I mean, Saturday, um, it's going to, it's going to just go up. So, you know, I wouldn't touch the over under cause 37 to me is just frightening. You know, any way <laughs> you slice it, uh, as professional athletes, they should be able to score, you know, combined over 38 points, but it's it's going to be all up to Nick Chubb if if the Browns want any part of this game. I think that Cleveland will still be able to run, and I'm I'm scared to pick this game. I would stay away from this game probably. I don't know. I, I, I you, you know me a little bit, Rich, from just communicating with me, and uh, you probably realize that I wouldn't mind betting on this game right now, just just because I'm a I'm a crazy guy like that. All right, and whenever I look at this, I think Cleveland can still be able to run the ball. I know they're missing two of their offensive linemen. I know that's going to happen, and I don't know who else is going to be on the injured reserve. I, I just don't like Las Vegas. If I were to take a team, and I probably would uh, change my mind last second i i don't I, I am greedy i like to keep my money but i would probably want to take cleveland and i want to take that over as well 37 is just an incredibly low number we're moving on no more no more cleveland talk right now no more cleveland <laughs> new england at indianapolis a game that is actually very very interesting right new england is undefeated on the road and they're five and one against the spread on the road to me this is very interesting because of uh, a jt just the running yeah. back for Indianapolis, JT. He should, you know, has been tearing up the league. India is second in rushing in the league, but New England is 19th versus the rush. So I look at that, and I'm like, okay, something's got to give here. Something's got to give. Uh, New England is 7-0, though, against the spread their last seven games. 5-1 and one against the spread their last six games versus Indy. And I just saw a ton of overs while I was looking into the past history of, of both of these teams this year. I'm going to take New England, and I'm going to take the over in this one. Indianapolis was favored by 5.5. Now Indy's favored by 2 um, uh, points. And the game total started out at 48, and now it's at 46. So I'm going to take New England at the over on this one, Rich. I'm, I'm with you on this. The only okay. thing, as a Jets fan, which I hate saying to people, but it makes you better at betting because, you know, that's the only reason to watch football if you're a Jets fan. What Bill Belichick does in every single game is he tries to eliminate one player. So obviously in this game, he's going to try to eliminate Jonathan Taylor, which is 
almost impossible. Let's let's face it. Jonathan Taylor, you know, if if running backs could win MVPs as easily mm-hmm. easily as quarterbacks could, you know, he's in the conversation along with Brady and Rodgers. Um, but it's going to be impossible for them to eliminate Jonathan Taylor. So he's probably going to move that focus over to, let's say, Michael Pittman, because there's really no reason to eliminate T.Y. Hilton because he's over the hill. <laughs> but that means he's going to have a good game. I really think this is going to be the game of the week. You know, if you just look at all all of the matchups and everything else, this is the game that two teams are going to be in the postseason. That this is the game that, you know, the Patriots need to win to have that comfortable lead over Buffalo to win mm-hmm. the AFC East. Um, but I, I know any any game that is you're getting points and the Patriots are just on a tear on a win streak right now that is insane for Mac Jones. I'm taking the points. You know, I'm with you on that 100 percent. And I think both these teams can score. So, you know, Mac Jones is, is his arm is very healthy right now after having only to throw, you know, a handful of passes in that game against Buffalo. <laughs> it's basically like a bye week. Uh, so I think he's going to be well rested and uh, give me the over as well over that 45 and a half. You agreed with me. So I, I knew I knew Rich that you were a very smart man. That's why I brought you onto this podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we'll have to see if that lasts. <laughs> well, hey, I gotta tell everybody when he when we first talked, he he gave, he gave me the how you doing like kind of a thing like that. It, it, the accent. Where are you from, Rich? You got a good accent there. People know I like accents. I'm like a little parrot. I am from New Jersey, so. Yes. I, I view you as having an accent. I don't think I have an accent, but obviously, you know, the way that it goes, everyone has an accent. So I'm, I'm glad that you like mine. Where, where, where am I from? Where do you think I'm from? Um, I'm going to say that you are from Alabama. You cheated. You cheated. You've been spying on my Twitter. <laughs> and, hey, I Washington, told you I've been looking, man. <laughs> Washington versus Philadelphia here is what we got next. Philadelphia is one and four at home. One and four at home. But I don't. I think Washington is keeping all their players at home at this point during the COVID week that we have going on right here during the injury plague season that Washington has. Just crazy how Washington is still in the mix in all this after they have have gone through so many injuries this season, one right after the other. Here's something else I saw: the under has hit in seven of the last eight Washington games. This game total started out at 46. It's dropped down to 44. Philadelphia was favored by one and a half, and now they're favored by nine and a half points. I'm worried to do this. Philly's one and four at home. I I want to pick Washington because they're that scrappy bunch. This is one of those games, so rich, where I think I'd have to stay away from because I just don't like how much that line moved. But I would take Washington, and I would want to take uh, the under in this one as well. I'm not touching the over-under in this one just because you don't know what you know, Philadelphia team you're going to get. It's a totally different team with Jalen Hurts than it is with Gardner Minshew. And as of recording right now, we don't know who's starting. Um, I think that the team is more well-rounded if they have Gardner Minshew in there because it, it you're not just focusing on the run game. You know, as a team that just lost to this, this team last week in the Jets, you know, it, he played a complete game, Gardner Minshew. I, I think, you know, the way that this offense is set up, even though Devonta Smith didn't get, you know, remotely any attention in that game i just think it's more well-rounded in an offense that is run by a complete passer but with that being said division games are always close you know you look at what happened last week with washington against the cowboys the cowboys barely covered um and when i say barely it was a half a point you know they they won by seven and the spread was six and a half last week so with washington getting nine and a half 
you know, I would definitely pick Washington in this game. I think the Eagles are, their record's a little better than what they actually are. And the Rutgers isn't that great. So um, definitely give me Washington plus nine and a half in this one. I can understand that. Carolina at Buffalo. This game total started out at 49. It's dropped down to 44 and a half by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Buffalo was favored by nine and a half. And now Buffalo is favored by 10 and a half points. You know what I always do, Rich? You know, I read that little uh, promo a little bit earlier where you put $1 down. If your team scores one point, you get 100 bucks to be able to spend over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, you know what I always do? I always look for games where I'm not going to do that on or teams that I'm not going to do that on. And I don't know if Carolina will be able to score one point this week. And 78% of the public is on my side where they are taking Buffalo this week, even though that game total has uh, that that point spread has gone all the way up to 10 and a half, 10 and a half. Carolina is two and eight. Their last 10 against the spread. This is a Buffalo must win game. And when you're in must win games, Rich, the defense is the thing that carries you through. And Buffalo has got a great defense. Carolina has got a terrible offense. Uh, listen here, listeners, uh, pick and pick skin winners. Don't put a dollar down on the Carolina Panthers this week. I am afraid you would not win that great offer offered to you by Aaron Torres and DraftKings Sportsbook. I am going to take Buffalo this week, and I will. I, I want to lean the under on this because I just don't know that uh, Carolina is going to score at all, Rich. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo last week. Uh, they fought all the way back against the, the Packers, and there was a lot of questionable calls in that game. You know, as a Jets fan, I didn't feel bad for the Bills, but as a you know regular person watching that game, they they got you know a couple a, a couple calls that you know would have separated them in that game. Maybe you know they would have won that game. Uh, ten and a half, I think, is laughable. You know, the thing that I always say is if you have three quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. Um, and that's the way that, you know, rule is talking about with Cam Newton and Sam Darnold and PJ Walker, which you put all three of those guys together and you don't have Josh Allen. Um, so to me, I don't know if I'm doing over under in this one because I think Cam Newton is going to try to get in the end zone any which way, because he knows that, you know, his job is dangling. Um, even if he doesn't start, they're probably going to put him in as a gadget quarterback like they did with Taysom Hill. Um, you know. Obviously, now he's starting, but, you know, before that, mm-hmm. um, I think this is this is an easy 17, you know, point win for the Buffalo Bills. So 10 and a half. You can bet that today. You can bet that tomorrow. I don't even care if there's a couple players that go on COVID. It's not going to matter as long as Josh Allen's in there. You know, this is going to cover or even Mitch Trubisky, my guy, Mitch exactly. Trubisky from the Bears. That'd be cool. Hey, you know what I've always wanted uh, Cam Newton to do? I've always wanted Cam Newton to turn into a tight end. That's what I've always wanted Cam Newton to do. And then that'd be so cool if next year Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball to Cam Newton, DJ Moore, and Robbie Anderson. Boy, oh boy, I'm starting a conspiracy theory right here on the air. That's what I'm doing. Hey, you're a new, uh, is, is it your New York Jets? Is that your team? That is my team, unfortunately. So <laughs> that's why I do this. You know, I, I like to look at all the other teams because by the time <laughs> my team loses, I have to watch something. Your New York Jets are playing the Miami Dolphins. This game total started out at 45 and a half. It's dropped down to 41. The Miami Dolphins were favored by six and a half. Whenever I wrote this down, 
they're, they're, they're favored by nine and a half now. I expect that to change. Jalen Waddle, he's out on the COVID list, I think, already. This this is just getting crazier and crazier by the minute. Uh, Jets are one of five against the spread the last six games. 0-7, oh, uh, uh, their last seven games against Miami. I'm sorry, I'm not meaning to be. The total has gone over seven out of the last ten games for the New York Jets. Miami is 5-0 and oh against the spread their last five games. The under has hit five of the last six games for Miami, and they are 4-1 and one against the spread at home are those Miami Dolphins. I think this is easy. I, I don't care if Jalen Waddle's not back there. I'll take the Miami Dolphins. I don't want to trust the Jets at home at all. And and I'll I'll just take the Dolphins on this. I, I kind of want to lean the un, uh, over on this, though. I mean, the under hit last game, I think. I think the, the over-under for this game last game was, was 46 and a half, though. So it was a little higher last time they played. Um, for me, this kind of comes down to Gaskin. You know, if Gaskin plays in this game, I think, you know, this is going to be a runaway for the Dolphins. But, I mean, he really was the difference last time. Um, you know, for the for the Jets, Michael Carter's coming back. Michael Carter, the up-and-coming running back. Um, but then on the flip side of that, Corey Davis is out for the year, and Elijah Moore is on the IR. So their top uh, two receiving weapons are gone. Um with that being said, I don't I don't think I could bet this game because it just I, I, I think it can go either way. I don't you know, there's all the injuries and everything else in COVID. I mean, it's kind of a coin flip. The Dolphins are absolutely going to win this game. So if you want to do money line and you get some you know easy money for, yeah. you know, absolutely pick the money line. Uh, but nine and a half. I don't know. You know, as a Jets fan, I want to pick against my team because it's always easy. Uh, and I did it last week with the Eagles, but, uh, you know, for the division and everything else, I don't know if I can, you know, comfortably bet nine and a half just based on all the weapons being out. I hear your heart. I hear your heart in all this. Rich. I do. <laughs> I really do. Hey, Braxton Berrios, he's a cheap uh, DFS option and he got like nine, 10 catches last week or at least targets, right? He was targeted 10 times. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's actually the, the, you know, you're looking at all the players on the jets and there's not a lot of like people that always have a hundred percent motor. He's definitely one of those guys. So, you know, in a perfect world, you don't have a Braxton Barrios on your team because you have three, you know, great wide receivers. But the Jets haven't had that since Lavernius Cole, Santana Moss, and Wayne Corbett. So it's been quite a long time. Um, but yeah, Braxton Barrios, if you need a PPR running back, I mean, wide receiver in even fantasy, I mean, he's a nice little flex option this week. Dallas versus the Giants. This game total started out at 47. It's dropped down to 44 and a half. Dallas was favored by one point. Now they're favored by. 11. 11. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Mike Lennon gets named starter, and the game total goes all the way up to 11. you got a great offense here in Dallas versus a ho-hum team against the New York Giants. And I don't think the Giants have scored in like four weeks. I don't, I, I've never seen it happen. I've heard rumors it's happened. I also think that trees fall in the woods, but I've never seen it happen. So I don't know if that's really true or not. Dallas is 10-3 against the spread their last 13 games. The under has hit six of the last seven New York Giant games, and the under has hit nine of the last 10 Giant games at home. I, this made that easy for me. I'm going to take Dallas on the road to cover 11 points. Sounds crazy. Uh, and I'm going to also take the under. It's at 44 and a half. So I'm going to do that, Rich. We got to stop agreeing. But I mean, this one is kind of easy. Uh, you okay. do, I don't think the Giants are going to score. Um, like you said, they were down 30 at one point against the Chargers last week. And then they had garbage points at the end, which I mean, as an Austin Eckler fantasy holder, that that helped me. Um, I mean, and also as a Saquon Barkley owner, that helped me as well because they both scored. Um, But Dallas is just a complete team right now. If you're just looking at their team, they haven't really been hit. 
you know, you got C.D. Lamb, you got Amari Cooper, Zeke is there. I mean, Pollard is hurt, but, I mean, they don't really need him, and they kind of showed that last week against the uh, football team. Um, this this one's more clear-cut to me than the Bills-Panthers game, and that game is super clear-cut. This is okay. going to be a blowout. Okay. I really hope Dallas gives Zeke some time off. You know, just 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 let him Zeke Zeke get healthy. Let Pollard get healthy. Just put the little running back, whoever that third stringer was. He had, he had a little bounce to him. So let him put put him back there. Let those guys get healthy because they're going to need them come playoff time. I'm not a Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm just looking out for the best interest of the Dallas Cowboy fans that I know of. You know. Yeah, I have my best friend is a Cowboys fan. So I mean, let him rest. And, <laughs> unless you own Zeke in fantasy, and then you're well, you're screaming at the the monitor right now. But uh, well, your seven points aren't making you happy anyway that you're getting each week out of here. That's true. That's right. Green Bay at Baltimore. Green Bay at Baltimore. Uh, what a what a crazy game this looks like to me on paper. Green Bay was favored. Uh, uh, sorry, let me let me start all. Green, the point total was started out at forty eight. Now the point totals dropped down to forty three and a half. Baltimore was favored by three points. Green Bay is now favored by five and a half points. I know the Lamar Jackson news is out there. I, I get it. I, I understand some of that stuff. But to me, it's it's better if Lamar Jackson doesn't play. I to me, I I have I have not been impressed by Lamar Jackson and his throwing ability. I think he's really regressed this year. I don't know what's happened with his mechanics. I don't know what's happened with his receivers. I don't know, but I know that offense came to life last week in the second half after after Lamar went down, and all of a sudden they just started throwing the ball around. They started scoring some points. I really think they looked better without Lamar in there last week. What do you think, Rich? I mean, Huntley, he looked like an MVP candidate out there, but uh. <laughs> You know, I, I really think I agree with you. I mean, the, you know, you saw Bateman, what Bateman did with Huntley. I mean, oh, yeah. there's definitely weapons out there. It's just they're not utilized correctly. You know, it's it seems like Lamar wants to run a college offense, which whatever, it works for a little bit, but then it doesn't work. You know, he kind of got figured out. It's a it's it kind of a different it, it is regression. But I mean, you know, defenses know how to handle Lamar. Um, and if you look at earlier in the year, the Ravens won a, a lot of close games. Their record could be completely different if, you know, a couple of those games go the opposite way. Um, Packers right now, you know, they're a Super Bowl favorite. You know, if you're looking at the NFC, it's, you know, the Packers are kind of competing with the Cowboys and, and the Bucks at this point. Um, those would be my three. Um, and I think five and a half is, is easy. And it doesn't matter what quarterback's in there. So I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, over under on this, I, I I think I want to go under. Yeah, it's going to be tough for Baltimore to score, it feels like to me. Um, Possibly, possibly. I have actually, this is what I wrote down, that it's going to be a huge passing day for Aaron Rodgers and the the, uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, Baltimore's secondary is just, the, the, uh, just, just obliterated by injuries and all that. So I think that they're really hurting right now, and I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to take advantage of that with Devontae Adams, of course. I, I really want Green Bay in this one, and I put the over on there. I put the over. You're kind of making me a little wishy-washy on that over because you didn't agree with me, but I'm still going to take the over in this one. 43 and a half is kind of low. Yeah, I mean, with Aaron Rodgers, it could always go over. I'm just looking at the other side of the ball and just mm-hmm. a team that's kind of crumbling at the seams. So. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, maybe he can take the fourth quarter off because I'm facing him in fantasy this week. <laughs> yeah, look at these <laughs> New Jersey guys. Always got those little hidden motives. Tennessee at Pittsburgh. This is so goofy to look at this one. Tennessee, uh, let me start out. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the total for the game. is at 47 start out the week. It's dropped down to 43. Pittsburgh was favored by three. This is so weird. Tennessee is favored on the road. No Derrick Henry. 
no A.J. Brown, and they're favored by one point at Pittsburgh. I, I can't believe I'm saying that. Pittsburgh has not done very well over the last several weeks. I, I don't know that they've been favored in a lot of games over the last couple of weeks, and I don't know that they're going to end up winning any of these games towards the end of the season. I'm going to take Tennessee. And I'm going to take the over in this one. I, I'm going to, I, I, took, I took Jacksonville last week. I, I talked to you a little bit earlier, and I said, you know, I got really cocky with my picks last week. I've been doing really good the last couple of weeks. I finished up just one game above 500 or one pick above 500 last week, but I got really cocky. I took the Jags on the road against Tennessee, <laughs> and Tennessee proved me wrong. So I'm not going to do that again. I'm taking Tennessee. I'm taking the over. I mean, the Steelers have fooled me a lot this season. You know, I, I, you know, I think this is supposed to be – Big Ben's like farewell tour, but I mean, his tour is going to end before the opening act even gets on stage. Um, just like last week, just watching them against the Vikings get demolished. And then, I mean, they clawed back, but you know, the Tennessee Titans team, I mean, they're finding ways to win. You know, they don't have Derrick Henry and they don't have AJ Brown, like you said, but they're finding ways to win because they have quality coaching, they have quality defense, and they have players that are kind of dedicated to the team. So, you have a mixed match of running backs that are in there. You're looking at Foreman and then, you know, everyone else. Um, Julio is back. So, I mean, he's got to kind of be that guy, that number one. Um, but, I mean, I like the Titans like you. Um, I just feel like they're just a more complete team. And just looking at the Steelers, it's just what can go wrong next? You know, it just seems like, you know, the whole dancing thing at the end of the game. Like, it seems like the team is kind of not where they should be, you know, mentally or you know, physically, you know, so I, and with that being said, I'd like to over too. Um, I think that the Steelers are going to have to, you know, play from behind and they're going to air out the ball like they did last week against Minnesota. So I can see this being like uh, a 35 to 21 type game. That is my friend, Rich from the squad over at odds, honest truth on Twitter at Odds Honest Truths on Twitter. You can find him at Coda522 on Twitter. How many partners in crime do you have over there with you? I mean, we actually have, we're building a nice little team over there. Um, my main partner, Craig Gobernoff, we've been doing this since 2013. Uh, you know, uh, so we've had a show for a long time now. But uh, <laughs> with, with Odds Honest Truth, we like to mix it up with a lot of different sports. Craig and I do NFL. Uh, we also have Matt Bernier, who... Uh, it comes on the show from NBC Sports. Uh, we have Jonathan Kitchen, who is a big uh, partner on in the money media, who does NFL as well. Uh, we have Tom Crincoli, who does NHL. David Dubov, does uh, NCAA basketball. Um, and we have John Hazlett, who does the spreads as well. John Hazlett is a huge DFS guy. So we, we have a huge team. Um, and, I, you know, I like everyone that we do the show with. It's just we're just trying to build it up like you guys. So I appreciate you uh kind of cross-promoting here. It's awesome. No problem at all. We uh, Look, it's a community. Twitter is a community. Gambling Twitter is a hashtag that we use out there. And uh, we're able to find each other really good that way. And and not only that, but keep each, keep an eye on each other and keep each other honest. we got to keep each other honest now, Rich, over there. That's what we always have to do. And you can check us out at AaronTorresOnline.com. Make sure you check that out. Make it a bookmark on your phone. Bookmark it on your computer. Get all those little notification things all set up and all notified so you can know whenever J.B. Barry drops an article. Austin 
Montgomery drops an article or even Aaron Torres himself. He has other writers over there as well uh, to be able to look at those guys. But those guys have all been on this podcast. I talk to them on a regular basis. So they're my squad. They're my close squad. Make sure you follow JB Barry on Twitter at Fantasy Coach JB on Twitter. And then subscribe over to the DFS Flash podcast over there. Then subscribe over to Aaron Torres's podcast. He's a busy guy. He does that college basketball. He does college football. Thankfully, college football is taken off a little bit. So he's able to concentrate on building up AaronTorresOnline.com. Make sure you're getting a part of that as well. And don't forget about that $1 plus one point equals $100 into your account over at DraftKings Sportsbook. All you got to do is sign up for that, and you're able to take advantage of it. And once again, if you or somebody you know thinks they have a gambling problem, just call 1-800-GAMBLER and get some help with that. All right, listen, we got we got the second half. We got the second half of things, and we're moving right now, Rich. We're going to be moving because this game, our, our, our Thursday night game is about to start pretty soon here. So we got to go. We got to go. My daughter is a big Kansas City Chiefs fan, and she's, gonna, she's ready for some popcorn, I'm sure. She's ready to get it there and start watching some Patrick Mahomes and some Travis Kelsey and all that stuff. So we got to talk. Uh, no, we don't. We don't have to talk about this game. Houston at Jacksonville. <laughs> we don't want to talk about Oof. this game. Yeah, I mean, all this stuff. I was wondering if Urban Myers treated grown men the way that he treated those Jacksonville Jaguars. How did he treat the college athletes that he hung around all the time? You know what I mean? Because these grown men, they could take uh, old Urban Myers out to the woodshed. These grown men probably made almost as much money, if not more money, than what Urban Myers made. How, when Urban Myers was the man on campus, how did he treat those players? Just a crazy thing going on in Jacksonville. I've seen some unbelievable statistics, though, that when a head coach like Urban Meyer gets fired, that, team's comes out, that team comes out fired up and wins almost every time. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, new new energy coming into the stadium. I mean, I, I just feel bad for all those players. You know, Trevor Lawrence, who was supposed to be, you know, the guy. Um, he, you know, the game plan that they had just didn't work with Trevor Lawrence. I think they're going to, you know, from the rest of the year, it's going to be Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. Whatever Trevor wants to do, that's what we're going to do. We're going to change the playbook. You know, Darryl Bevel, I think that he's going to have, you know, a fun time with it. Uh, and they're finally going to unleash James Robinson, who for Ooh. some reason, I don't know what happened with him and Urban Meyer, but James Robinson has not been used the way he should be used. Um, you know, they have a nice little core. If you're just looking at the team, you know, as a whole, the all out of Colorado was one of my favorites coming out of the draft. Um, and, you know, they have a lot of big names on defense, too. You just look at the other side of the ball, though, the Houston Texans. They're not going to be good for a very, very long time. Yeah, well, um, they don't have a player that I would want on my team, and I'm a Jets fan. Um, <laughs> I mean, outside of Brandon, Brandon Cooks, of course. But, uh, you know, just based on talking that, like that, I mean, I didn't think I wanted to pick this game, but maybe I do want to pick the game now. Sure. Um, you know, if I'm picking a side, I'm going Jacksonville. Um, but there's just two very bad teams. So... It just really depends on how Bevel wants to come out and, and, and sling the ball around. If he's going to let you know Trevor do what Trevor needs to do and let Robinson kind of take the weight off of his shoulders, I think they can cover four and a half. But I'd, I'd feel a lot more comfortable doing money line on this one for Jax. I don't blame you. It, the game total did start out at 46. It's dropped down to 39 and a half. Jacksonville's favored by four and a half. Now Jacksonville's favored by three and a half. You said you don't know what happened between Urban Myers and James Robinson. I'll, I'll, I'll refer you back to the meme of James Robinson eyeballing Urban Myers. You know, that's that's what happened. Urban Myers said, okay, I'm going to have to put this guy in his place. And, and, and James Robinson just got really upset about that, I think. Uh, whenever we look at this game total, too, 
I, I think a 39 and a half and I'm like, come on, man, 39 and a half seems so low. It makes me want to go. I'm going to take Jags. I'm going to take the over. Anytime there's not a, a game go in the forties, I, I still want to take the over in it. I, I mean, I respect that. Um, yeah. And also, you know, the whole thing with James Robinson, I mean, ETN was supposed to be the guy. So, yeah. I mean, now, now, you know, Robinson kid try to try to, win a job maybe elsewhere next year because you know etn's going to come in here and be the starter so i think if if you're if you're betting uh it's good to do the over on robinson this week too oh i like that arizona at detroit another game we may not have to talk a lot about arizona was favored by six and a half points at the start of the week now they're favored by 12 and a half the game total has not changed from 47 uh, uh, i d- Detroit has been my Achilles heel all year. I don't know what to do with Detroit. The minute I think that they're going to go left, they go right. The minute I think they're going to quit, they keep going. I, I don't, I'm going to take Detroit in this one. I'd rather stay away from it just because I can't get it right. At 12 and a half is just such a big total for a team at home and a team that just doesn't quit. I, I can't, I can't go. I can't. And Arizona, Arizona seemed gassed to me. They seemed tired last week. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, and losing DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, obviously that, the you know, one of the top five wide receiver in the NFL, losing him for the year, it's just huge. Um, and Kyler Murray, you know, he kind of, he looked lost last mm-hmm. week. I mean, he couldn't, the last play of the game, I don't know what he was doing, you know, just kind of laying down and dying the last play of the game. That kind of, it just kind of showing the recent Cardinals to me. And the Lions are in almost every game. Um, you know, with Jared Goff being completely healthy this week, last week he was bad on the flu. So I'm going to give him a mulligan. Um, but you know, the lines are in every game, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, another huge guy coming out of the draft this year. He's just tearing it up. I think he has 19 targets in the last two games. He's going to be that number one wide receiver for the Lions, And hopefully they draft a couple guys to help him out next year. Um, but yeah, the 12 and a half, I like the 12 and a half for the lions. And I'm going to go, I'm going under. There's just not enough weapons. You know, Hawkinson's out for the year too. So, you know, I, I hate going unders. I'd love to see games go high. But for this one, I'm going under 47 and a half. I'm going under as well. And you know what, you know what I like to do, Rich, on the unders? I like to go first half unders instead of the entire game unders. Because it seems like I always get uh, somebody somebody scores something in the back door and everything. And it just hurts me at the end of the game. So I always like to go the first half unders on stuff like that. Usually hovering around 20, 22, 22 points, depending on the game total. So that's what I like to do. Atlanta at San Francisco. Eh, the, this game total started out at 47 and a half. It's dropped out of 46. San Francisco was favored by seven and a half. It's gone up to nine and a half. I, I'll take San Francisco. Uh, to me, flip a coin on this one. Atlanta seems like they always can stay in a game, stay in a game, stay in a game. I don't know that they can stay in this game. San Francisco has to win. San Francisco's on a mission now, the second half of the season. And I think Atlanta gets blown out here. I'm going to take San Francisco. I mean, to me, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to come down to Kittle. You know, Kittle... He's had, you know, this week he hasn't really practiced. So, I mean, he's a huge part of that San Francisco 49er um, offense. Mm-hmm. I love Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel was one of the most underrated players in this in this league. And he is, to me, he's definitely a top 10 wide receiver. Um, he's proven that. He, he's the guy. He's awesome. Uh, Eli Mitchell is probably going to be really good in this game. He just has to practice as well. Um, and then Ayuk, you know, you look at Brandon Ayuk last yeah. week getting that, you know, that getting his toes in to beat the Bengals. Um, I really like the 49ers. You know, I like the Shanahan tree, um, obviously, as a 
Robert Taylor guy uh, over here in, in Jetland. Uh, I like the Shanahan trade. I would love the 49ers to blow out the Falcons. I just think the Falcons are a completely different team when Patterson's in there. Um, and they can keep games close. But if Kittle plays, I'm going minus nine and a half. I like that. I like that. And I think Kittle will end up playing because they got to win this game. Cincinnati at Denver. Cincinnati uh, at Denver this week. Denver was favored by five and a half. Now they're favored by two and a half. The game total started out at 45. Now it's favored by uh, uh, the game total is at 44 and a half. All I saw was under, under, unders. Whenever I was looking at the past history of both of these teams, under, under, unders. So if it's going to go under, 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 then I'll take Cincinnati. I'll take the points and I'll take the under. We gotta stop agreeing. I mean, I, you can look at my show from this week. I did this one right off the bat. This one jumped off the page to me. Mm-hmm. The Bengals are just a better team. I mean, yeah. if you're just looking top to bottom, their offense, one of the most young and up and coming offense with, with you know Jamar Chase. He was the MVP candidate, you know, earlier in the year. He was the offensive rookie of the year candidate until Mac Jones decided to, you know, do what he's doing right now. I just think from top to bottom, this team is is better than the Broncos. So not only am I taking the points, I'm taking money line in this one as well. Um, and, you know, I, I agree with you to an extent. But, you know, if the Bengals are going to play like they did last week against the 49ers, this game might go over. Um, so that one is kind of I'm going to flip a coin. But any team that's starting Teddy Bridgewater is not a team that I want to bet. Um, and I know last week they had obviously they were playing lights out for Demarius Thomas. I mean, you've got to kind of put that into in the limelight a little bit and they were also playing the lines. So, you know, those two things kind of added to this, why they're getting the, why they're, they're, you know, minus two and a half right here. Uh, it's kind of, it was the perfect storm last week, but the Bengals could have won that game against the 49ers and the Bengals are a better team. So I'm going money line on this one. Okay. That, that probably makes the most sense out of it all. Seattle at the Los Angeles Rams. This game total started out at 48. It's dropped down to 45. Los Angeles was favored by four. Now Los Angeles is favored by five and a half from our partners over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. I think that Tyler Lockett is now Mm. out on COVID. I don't know how many more people will be out there on COVID. I look for Gerald Everett to have a big week this week. I don't necessarily know that uh, we can say that DK Metcalf will have a big week because he hasn't had a big week yet Uh, (laughs) in quite some time. Alex Collins is out on call. There's so many things going on in this game. I am going to have to take the Rams to cover that five and a half. uh, And I'll take the, I I want to say the over, but I can't take the over because I don't know how many points Seattle's going to score. So I, I won't take, I'll just take, I'll just take the Rams at home. I'll take the over for you, um, okay. <laughs> but I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a heavy run game for the Seattle Seahawks. I think if you had Rashad Penny anywhere, you know, in fantasy or in, in betting land, I think you need to go heavy on Rashad Penny this week. He had a whale of a game last week. Yep. Um, DK Metcalf is going to be kind of eliminated because he has Jalen Ramsey covering him, who is probably going to be back this week. Um, I hope he's back this week. I think he's back this week. He was out last is. week, but yeah, yeah, I, think I think he's back this week. So again, this, this spread should go up. Uh, I would take it now if you could. I would get the Rams at minus five and a half because I think this, this spread's going to go up even more. Um, and the Rams kind of you know showed last week that they want to be back in the conversation for the division. Um, and they definitely they have a path for it now, with, especially with Hopkins being out for the Cardinals and everything else happening there. Uh, I think Sean McVay is going to be very... Um, very happy with throwing the ball around. So give me the Rams. I uh, don't blame you. Uh, I, you know, since you said Rashad Penny, I've heard that name float around on Twitter all day long. 
it's going to be an Adrian Peterson week. You know that, right? I mean, AP is going to come back there and behind. <laughs> he's going to steal. You better days. not. You better not. Cause <laughs> I, I have Penny in half my leagues now. Um, and he's in all my sports books. So if Adrian Peterson vultures me again, I'm going to have to talk to that man. Okay. Well, good luck talking to him. Uh, <laughs> New Orleans at Tampa Bay, our second-to-last game here is one of a doozy. I think this is a doozy of a ball game here. This game total started at 52. Now it's dropped down to 46.5. Tampa Bay was favored by seven. Tampa Bay, who has an unbelievable record at home, they have an unbelievable record against the spread at home, is now favored by 11 points. I took Buffalo Bills last week. And like you said, Rich, I was sitting there watching that game, and I, 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 was, I was heavily invested in that game, let's say, okay? I was heavily invested because I took the Bills. The Bills look better on paper to me than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was kind of going against everybody, too, on that one. So that was one of my picks that ended up being wrong last week. I don't want to apologize for that one because, like you said, the, 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 the referees did not have to pay for gasoline on the way home. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. All right. And this week I'm looking at it and I'm going, I know Tampa Bay's run defense is supposed to be really good, but that's all New Orleans has. That's all they got. That's all they got is a running game. And man, they are really good at the run. I'm really going to take the New Orleans Saints on the road against Tampa Bay. And I'm going to take the under in this one to get keep it under 46 and a half. I think that clock moves and moves and moves and moves. So I'm going to take New Orleans. I'm going to take the under. And I said it really fast. So I, maybe people don't hear me. <laughs> well, I'm, they're going to hear you because I'm going the complete opposite on this one. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> so did the guy last week. Hobbs did it last week, too. And he told me I was crazy. And I, I should have won that game, though. I mean, you should have. The Bills, the Bills definitely got uh, a lot of questionable calls against them. Um, but when in doubt, just don't go against the greatest of all time. I mean, when it comes to betting, games like I this, know. I mean, the Saints won the first time, but that was a different team. You know, that was Jameis Winston. That was a different team. Taysom Hill is not a great quarterback. Um, he got, you know, it, it, as someone who watched him last week against their team, He's not a great quarterback. He's not a great passer. You know, Alvin Kamara is a great runner, and Taysom Hill is a great runner. Um, but the Bucks have a really good defense. You know, if you're just looking at, the, you know, the Bucks defense as a whole, they know how to contain the run. Uh, I think they're going to do that this week against the Saints. I think that they could run away with this game because they're going to figure out Taysom Hill. Um, I think this is going to be similar to how he played against the Cowboys. You know, he threw four interceptions against the Cowboys. I think the Buccaneers could have at least three against him this week. Um, and I'm going to I'm basing the over under in this game off of the Buccaneers versus um, Falcons game. The over under in that game was 50 and a half. And I think it hit 47. I think these teams are a little better right now. So 40, 46 and a half. Give me the over. OK, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And I know what you mean about the run defense. I just see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get gashed last week with Josh Allen as a quarterback. And I'm going to say Taysom Hill is maybe a, you know, there's no, there's no pass option like there is with Josh Allen, of course, but Taysom Hill can run like Josh Allen can run. I saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get gashed against my bears. Uh, and I've just seen them get gashed with the run time and time again. I don't know. I think they have, I think their run defense is a mirage, because so many teams have to pass against them because the score gets so low. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, just like you said, you said it yourself. I mean, they don't have a Stephon Diggs. They don't have an Emmanuel Sanders. They don't even have a Gabriel Davis. If you look at the Saints, they got a Marquez Callaway. 
They got uh, they got Johnson, um, and then Kamara is kind of gonna eat up a lot of the receptions as well. Which I mean, Kamara essentially is their their wide receiver one and running back one. If Ingram comes comes back and and plays this game, I mean, you know, we'll have to see. But I mean, uh-huh. I don't know. I just I can't pick against Tom Brady because every time I do, I lose. <laughs> Yeah, well, I understand. I know I completely <laughs> understand that. I, I, I tasted that pill last week. Isn't it going to be cool to see Giovanni Bernard and Mark Ingram meet at the 50-yard line, both of them wearing sweatpants? Isn't that neat? I mean, that's just that's how old the NFL is getting. All right, uh, let's go on to this. I don't know. Never mind. That's Minnesota-Chicago. We don't have to go on to the next game, man. Do we? We don't have to pick my Bears game. I, I got emotional last week whenever I had to pick the Bears. I said that the Green Bay Packers were going to win by, win by 100. They should have won by 100. I can't believe that... Matt Nagy is still the head coach of the Chicago Bears. They Mm. barely beat the Detroit Lions. They get pummeled by the Green Bay Packers. And now here we go against Minnesota. These are all interdivisional games. They didn't win that Detroit game, by the way, on Thanksgiving. I mean, yes, they did technically, but come on, man. I mean, three points against an undefeated. Come on, that was terrible. Minnesota by 100 again this week, everybody. I agree with you. I mean, this this spread was at three and a half yesterday, which it was – which was the Wednesday. Um, the Bears don't have coaches. You know, all their coaches are out on COVID. <laughs> yeah, they you're don't right. Have an, they don't have an offense coordinator, defensive coordinator, or a special teams coordinator. Oh, so no. Matt Nagy oh, no. is, is doing it all. <laughs> and Matt Nagy can't be a head coach. So, I mean, it's it's going to be it's gonna be pretty bad. Um, the Bears don't have Allen Robinson, who's out on COVID. I mean, Jesse James is out. This, this spread should be 15 and a half. Yeah, you just you lost me. Whatever I, I I was going to bring up the coaches. I have it written down here that the you know Alan Lazard has has COVID, and then I I just clicked to me though that Matt Nagy was going to be calling the plays again this week. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be bad. You know what I hope Matt Nagy has on his play call sheet. The number for Uber is what I hope he has on there. That's what I hope he has. Uh, this game total, just so everybody knows, started out at 42 and a half. It's gone up to 44. Minnesota was favored by one. Now Minnesota's by five and a half. I, like I said, Minnesota by 100, guys. Minnesota by 100. All right. By Barry. 100, but still it's going to be under somehow. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Rich, you did a fantastic job. Thank you so much for coming over here on Pick and Pick Skin Winners. And I hope everybody goes out there and checks you out. Uh, such a wonderful guest, and I appreciate you coming on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. It was a blast. No problem. I'll tag you and everything and all that stuff uh, whenever I put this tweet out. At Odds Honest Truth. Make sure you're giving them a follow and checking out everything they do. At Coda522 is is uh, Rich's handle over there. And we do appreciate everybody listening here on Pick and Pick Skin Winners. We thank you for checking out DraftKings Sportsbook as well. Make sure you check AaronTorresOnline.com on a daily basis just to find all those different articles that get written and put up there each and every day. But more importantly than all those things, everybody here on Pick and Pick Skin Winners, we always want to encourage you to stay safe and to find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today. As you know, our show, Pick and Big Skin Winners, as well as the DFS Flash on Aaron Torres Media, has partnered with DraftKings, and they've got an incredible deal for you. New users bet $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if their football team scores a point in their football game. That's right, $1. And you end up with $100 in free bets. To take advantage of this offer, click the link that is in the podcast description below. Uh, Make your first deposit. Place a $1 wager on NFL. If either team, you know, scores a point, blah, blah, blah. You're going to get that. It's the best offer in the biz. Without a doubt right now, I haven't seen it matched by any other site. 
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Do it responsibly. Let's get some pick and pick skin winners.